0: This is the Truth Network.
1: Except, uh, this time ain't gonna be no weenie Road. No, this time it's gonna be a eight bros. <laughs> right turn, Clyde. <laughs> I did the right road, but I
0: must took the wrong turn. Car Guy Radio Show.
2: I say this calls for action, and now nip it in the bud.
1: Nip it. In the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. China stay high, bounce to stay low. You want God, but you can't afflict your ego. You're already there, then there's nowhere to go. Your cup's already full, then it's bound to overflow. If you're drowning in the waters and you can't stay afloat, ask Hashem for mercy. He'll throw you a rope, you're looking for help from God. Say couldn't be found searching up to the sky. Looking beneath the ground like a king without his crown. You keep falling down. Land.
2: Right,
3: right, right turn, Clyde, today on the Christian Car Guy Show, and that's right. <laughs> that's right. It's all right right now. <laughs> so at the beginning of that you might have if if you're an old Clint Eastwood fan you probably recognize that and you may understand what I mean by right turn Clyde but in those old Clint Eastwood movies they were every which way but loose and every which way you can I think were the two of them and he had this big orangutan that he kept in the right seat and those were bikers that were trying to intimidate him and talking about they were going to have an ape roast and so anytime that he this truck didn't have turn signals and so he would say right turn Clyde meaning the orangutan in the right hand would go out and of course in this case knocked over the bikers and all their bikes it's it brings back a fond memory for some of us but Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right road but the wrong turn you know you that was dr john or no nah, that's
4: back. billy preston wasn't it? wasn't it billy preston i think it was doctor it was john. the dr john hook
3: it was but I, I, that other song you may have never heard before is really a fascinating song it says if you're already there you've got no place to go I don't know if you've ever thought about that, but that makes perfect sense. If you're already there, you got no place to go. And a king without his crown, that, that's all going to be a lot of what we're going to talk about today. And Stand By Me, of course, wow, I never had really even thought about that song about how cool it would be to just know that we're really standing by Christ. And so in keeping with this whole right turn idea, I don't know if you knew this, but UPS – insists on their drivers always making right turns they have software in their vehicles that compute their routes so that the vehicles never have to turn through oncoming traffic in other words no left turns they always make right turns if at all possible my mother went to a course when she was getting older for elder drivers to make sure that they stayed safe you know it was one of the first things they taught her and she lived by it my mother did you know right through the end of her life she would not make a left turn. She, she planned out how she could go to church without making a left turn. She planned out how to go to the grocery store. In other words, she had all these plans on how to live life without making a left turn. So on today's show, we're going to plan for how to turn right. And to start that off, I feel like we ought to play a little game here. So let's play. It's time to play <laughs> Define That Defect. Resolve that Roar raise that tick, highlight that hubbub, name that noise, chronicle that clatter. So get ready to call in at 866-348-7884, we're hoping you can name this noise that we're going to play for you in just a second, 866-348-7884. Also if you got plans on how to make a right turn, we'd love to hear that, 866-348-7884. Three four eight seven eight eight four, and if they can name this noise, Keith, tell them what they'll win.
0: They can win a book from the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault.
3: And I have a loaded. I am loaded with books in the Christian Car Guy Prize Vault, and I would love to give you one. All you have to do. Is name this noise. And I, I got to tell you, Jerry, this may be the easiest I've ever done. <laughs> but maybe not. Are but you sure? I, I are think, are I, I think sure? it is. It's, it's, it could, could be the easiest one. So get ready because you'll be the first to win. 866 is the number to call in. Keith, if you're ready, go ahead and play that noise. All right. Just saying, eight 3 I'm shocked that the phones aren't already ringing, 866-348-7884, play that noise one more time for him, Keith. All right, there you go. So also, if you've got a plan for making right turns only, and how you do that strategically, you know, maybe you got better software than UPS, I would love to hear that. Maybe how you get your life to make right turns only, 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four and here. Help me out today. We have oh, and the lines are ringing up now. There, yeah. right now. So, Jerry, this this right turn thing. Obviously, in your line of work, he's
4: oh you know, yeah. You'd be amazed sure. how many accidents people turning into traffic. I mean, you got blind spots. You got at any time you're doing that, just judging speed and distance. Uh, young drivers and older drivers have a, I mean, it's a little more difficult.
3: Right. And then there's the tragic and I never want to fail to mention that if you're in the left turn lane and you cock your wheels ahead of time while you're sitting at the light, you know, that's that's almost like a death wish. Because if somebody slams into the back of you, which happens all the time, then they push you into oncoming traffic. And there's lots of, you know, a good friend of Bob lost his life because he turned his wheels prior to getting in the intersection. So don't sit there at the light with your wheels cocked. Wait, wait. White. So that doesn't so that doesn't happen. So while Keith is getting all these lines lit up, I gotta tell you
4: that Carol, for, tell for us
3: minute, Robert, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell, tell, tell you tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Asking God for a word of the day early in the morning gets me headed. I mean it really does get me headed in the right direction. So though I am quite lost quite honestly, without asking God to help me understand, because he'll give me a word and throw it out there, but you know then what do I do with that? You know, it's 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 sort of a game that God and I play every Monday, well, every every single morning. So Monday, God gave me the word suffer. Which actually as soon as he gave me the word, I was really excited about it cuz it's one of those words that Paul uses just phenomenally throughout the New Testament to talk about the suffering of Christ and sharing in the suffering of Christ and so I was anxious to get into that word and see what it was exactly. So I went to the Old Testament to find out, you know, where the word was in Hebrew and how it was used originally in the Bible. And it's a bit challenging because I'd forgotten that they used the word suffer to mean like suffer the little children to come. So that word suffer is loaded in the Bible in a lot of places, but not the kind of suffering I thought. So I chose Proverbs 1919, which is a man of great wrath shall suffer punishment. Right. And I said, "Okay, that's the word I'm thinking. That's that's suffering. Right there. And if you deliver him, thou must do it again. So the word in Hebrew, which you'll find usually if it's translated in Hebrew, the word suffer is N A S A, NASA, or NASA, probably is the way the Hebrews would say it. The meaning of that word is to lift up or to carry away. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking suffering. And, and I just, unfortunately, all I could remember was back in my. Algebra days. I had this teacher. Her name was Mrs. Bass, and I could not keep from making fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like algebra to begin with, and her her way of t- torturing Robbie was to put me in the back of the class and hold up two books on each hand. And believe me, when I tell you, I suffered. I mean, there was suffering there involved. <laughs> and so, as soon as I saw this, that that was I couldn't help but remember Mrs. Bass. I just <laughs> went right there. So. That's what the word meant. And I thought, well, I, you know, that's pretty cool. I can carry my brother's burdens. And I began to think about how you apply that, that type of suffering. So it started to get really interesting because Tuesday, God gave me the word honor, which seems unrelated totally. You hear the word honor and suffer. You don't see those coming together at all, do you? I didn't. And so as soon as I heard honor, this is Tuesday, right? So I immediately go to Exodus 20, 12, you know, honor your father and mother. And the word honor in Hebrew is K-A-B-A-D, kabod. And it means to be heavy or weighty or grievous. To be hard or to be rich, to be glorious and burdensome. Are you getting the connection now between suffer and honor? Like, oh my gosh, God, there's a connection between these two words. I never would have seen this in a million years. Yeah, awesome parallel. And then to just really fascinate me and send me deeper into what all this means. The, one of the first times you'll find that word is when in Exodus 8:15, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Remember? Which is always one of those that you just go, "What?" God hardened Pharaoh's heart with well, that word hardened. Guess what? It's <laughs> honor. What? So what does this have to do with right turns? What does this have to do with suffering? Oh, we got some more to tell you, but we are better than that. We have Darlene, we have Jerry, we have Angela, and we have Anita. All lined up to tell us what they think that noise is. I'm very excited about it. I uh, hope they
4: all stay on the line, Jerry, Yeah, stay on the line. we, we please. got lots
3: of books that we can give away, yeah. and I'm really interested. Not, not just one winner, right? No, 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 no. Right. Stay tuned.
2: In
1: the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. China stay high, bounce to stay low. You want God, but you can't deflate your ego. You're already there, then there's nowhere to go. Your cup's already full, then it's bound to overflow. If you're drowning in the waters and you can't stay afloat, ask Him for mercy. He'll throw you a rope, you're looking for help from God. If you couldn't be found searching up to the sky, looking beneath the ground.
3: Today God, on, he on he the, the Christian crown. Car Guy show, right turn Clyde. So, wow, what does that exactly mean? And we've got to name that noise game going on. We've got all kinds of people going on. I think we got
4: a bunch of winners.
3: Yeah, we do. We do. And we hardly can wait to get to them all. And please, please stay on the line, even if somebody else guesses what you're going to guess, because we want to talk to all of you. So we're so grateful for your call. But I want to mention real quickly, we are talking about Right turns and about my words of the day, and I mentioned how the word that I got was suffer, which is NASA in in Hebrew, and how that word means to carry a burden. Well, then, interestingly, God gives me honor the second day, and then guess what? It means heavy. It means a burden. (laughs) It means riches, and i.e. Pharaoh's heart was heavy, and, 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 and you get that picture. So you can't help but note that the rich young ruler, right? You remember that guy? His heart was, it was harder to go through an eye of an eagle. If you got riches, you got a burden, right? I mean, you, you begin to see this picture that, a God heavy was, burden. that God was painting for me. And wait till you get to my third word, because this, this is where we're going to really start to turn right. But before we do that, we got to play Name That Noise. And the first up would be Anita in Iowa. Anita, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Can you hear me? We lost Anita. Anita. That's okay because we have Angela in Burlington, but Anita, call us back. We would love to hear you, Angela. You're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning, Angela.
2: Good morning, Robbie. Uh how are you?
3: I am <laughs> wonderful. Excited to hear your answer. Well, let let me get Keith to play that noise one more time so all the people listening can say. Okay. Oh. All right. There you go. What do you think that noise is, Angela? Turn signal. I am, you know, just to show you, Jerry, how smart Angela is. She did not say blinkers, okay? (laughs) 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 Because I used to always get cracked up when people come in the service department and tell me they had trouble with their blinkers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I believe half of of the world says
3: (laughs) that. They They had trouble with their blinkers, and they do blink. And so I'm not, you know, I shouldn't say that. But I, I used to, you know, like, oh, turn signals. Angela used the right term. So you're a, you're a winner. And when you're turning right, it's very important you turn on the right turn signal to let all these people know that are right. How many times are you sitting there and nobody uses their blinkers anymore? <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Angela. God bless you. You're a winner today.
2: Oh, uh, Thank you.
3: I appreciate you calling in. All right. We have Jody. Is in Des Moines. I hope still, Jody. Jody, yes. you you still with me?
2: Yes. So, I was. W- go ahead. I was going to guess
3: right turn signal. Oh, <laughs> oh! Well, you're uh, absolutely right. <laughs>
4: that's a double. That's a bonus.
3: A <laughs> right turn signal. Yeah, and YouTube use the word turn signal and not blinker.
1: <laughs>
3: I, I I actually really enjoy I I didn't used to enjoy the word blinker but it's just it it's more fun to say. Don't you think? Yeah. It's it, more
2: descriptive of it
3: anyway. <laughs> So right turns, Jody, you got any ideas on yeah. how we can make sure we make right turns? Uh
2: in your car or in Yeah,
3: and both, either.
2: Oh, stay in the word.
3: There you go. That's a right turn. God
2: guides
3: you. Yeah, he's at his right hand. So we got to turn to the right because we know which direction he is. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jody. God bless. I appreciate you calling in today very much from Des Moines. All right. We got Darlene, I hope, is still in Raleigh. Darlene, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Good morning.
3: I'm so thankful that you called in. Have you got an answer on what you think that noise is?
2: Yes, I also guessed turn signal, and I like that yours was so loud because the new ones aren't so loud, and sometimes you don't know
3: when you got your turn signal on. You're exactly right. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that, Darlene, because this morning on my way to do the show, I'm in my wife's Toyota because Jerry honestly is fixing up old red, so it'll be something beyond belief. But anyway, I'm in her Toyota, and I'm thinking I can use my phone to record the turn signal. Well, there isn't enough sound to even record it. And so no wonder I leave my turn. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be blinking at people all over the place because I forget because I don't have no noise. So maybe I can add that into my car somehow. But you're exactly right. And I'm so glad you called in. Do you have any suggestions on how we can make sure we make right turns? I do. I, I have to say,
2: I was so impressed that you were. Um, when God spoke to you, you went back to the Hebrew, because I have a passion for Hebrew, and the cool thing about Hebrew is every letter has um, a blessing and a curse. It's got two sides to it, you know, like what you were saying about weight. You know, weight right. can be a burden. Right. It can be bad, or it can be heavy, like the glory. And so I think the funny thing is, um, got a great path. He says, don't go right or left, go straight. But what that really means is, I feel the right is the blessing, and the left is the cursing. So always choose the blessing side.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, man. Man, this is worth the price of admission. Just listen to you, Darlene. That is beautiful.
2: Like, I'll give you a quick example. Shin, the, the letter shin in Hebrew stands for T. Right? Right. Well, what are teeth used for? Um, nourishing nourishing, um, or devouring, like shredding. Oh, wow. So we always have a choice. It's so cool. And you were explaining that this morning. I was so excited because I actually going on the way to church, and I turned the radio on, and I thought it was the car guys and i'm like the car guys are talking about hebrew so (laughs) i never
4: heard
2: your program before but i will definitely tune in again and you've just been such a blessing so shabbat shalom yes thank you you on the way
3: you know what's beautiful about the word nasa that i was actually going to mention a little later but since oh we but i gotta tell you that The word NASA has two nuns in it and an alpha. And those nuns, when you look at the letter, like you're talking about Darlene, that's the servant. Like, wow. Like, beautiful. Darlene, thank you so much for calling in. I hate we got to go to a break.
2: Thank Uh, you. I'll be listening.
3: God bless. We got one more caller. We got Jerry is in Jamestown, North Carolina. So we're going to get him when we come back. Plus, if you feel like calling in and talk about your right turns, we'd love to hear it. Robbie Dillmore here and the Truth Network podcast have helped make MyPillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH. Truth. It's only $29.99. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to mypillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including the body pillow for only twenty nine ninety nine. dollars and her promo code GetTruth or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials.
1: Except uh, this time ain't gonna be no weenie rose. No, this time it's gonna be a eight bros <laughs> Right turn, Clyde. i did right.
0: The wrong giant. Right turn, Clyde,
3: today on the Christian Car Guys show. And we've, we're playing a little name, that noise, that we've had a lot of winners win. And i got to tell you that I have messed up a little bit, but we're willing to make up for it. So here's what's happened. I overwhelmed my producer a little bit, and then I hung up on the people too quick. And we didn't get their addresses, the people that called in and win. And we really want to send you these books. So those who've already won... If you wouldn't mind calling back so he can get your name and address and we can get that book sent out to you, I would really, really, really appreciate it. Not feel so guilty about my mistake of hanging up on folks after we got their information. But we are playing Name That Noise. And we got this noise, right, Keith? If you want to play it one more time, because we got James is in Jamestown, of all things. No, Jerry is in Jamestown. Jerry's in, James- in, James- Jerry's Come in on. Jamestown. <laughs> and so let's na- let's see if Jerry can name that noise. Jerry, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Jerry? Good morning,
4: Robbie. It's
3: great to hear you. Yes,
4: I'm here.
3: You ready to hear this noise again?
4: Uh, Yes, but the thing of it is, it's not a Toyota turn signal.
3: You're right about that. (laughs) You're absolutely right. Go ahead and play it, Keith. (laughs) You are so right, Jerry. what, What kind of turn signal do you feel that is?
4: Uh, it might be from a truck or something. It might be a Dodge or a Cadillac car, but I was making a right turn when you were playing that <laughs> sound, and it is not from a Toyota because I'm driving one also. <laughs> it, was
3: a, it was a Chevy actually that was the was the culprit that made that particular noise. But that was its blinkers, and that's that's kind of what it sounded like. If I I got to tell you that we've had so many amazing suggestions on making right turns i'm anxious to hear have you got something for us jerry
4: uh as i think it comes to mind in ecclesiastes where it says stay on the right side of god and not go to the left side
3: there you go i love that wow now that's somebody knows their bible jerry when they start quoting ecclesiastes that's awesome i love that thank you jerry god bless
4: god bless you and you have a good day robbie you too thank
3: you for calling so, I'm pretty happy that we got another Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> Don't you think?
4: Yeah, yeah. There's more than one, I guarantee you.
3: <laughs> yeah, and fortunately, we see some other people are calling back. So, I wanted to talk about that. But now, as we were thinking about this, right, we got this idea of suffering, meaning NASA, and carrying this burden. And then we talked about, wow, you know, that that – Honor to honor was also a burden, like you know heaviness. And so clearly, if I'm honoring my father, he's a big deal. He's a <clears throat> heavy duty. You know, this is this is, and and so there is a burden on you to honor your father, your your mother, and 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 that's kind of a neat thing when you put those together. But as I began to process out of my mind, I did a show a few months ago. I don't know if you remember. It was called "Getting a Lift from a Lion," where it described how when Solomon came down on his throne. There was an eagle that dropped the cr- the crown down, and it held the crown just an inch or so above his head, so the weight of the crown would not be a burden to him. And when I saw this, I went, oh, that's the deal. I am to take and put the crown on Jesus, and then all of a sudden, right, his burden is light. So I got, right, if you take, Whatever riches, I mean, the rich young ruler, had he had this secret, I understand if I give all this stuff to Jesus like he asked me to, then the, the, his burden's light, right? And, oh, and cool. I began to see the right turn being this. Now, here came the real shocker, because Wednesday, I ask God for another word. As you imagine, every day I do this. So Wednesday, he gives me the word forgive, So I immediately go to look at the Hebrew for forgive, but more importantly, I look, where is it used in the Bible? And so I find the passage in Genesis where Joseph is told he's going to forgive his brothers. Now, guess what the word forgive is in Hebrew? It is also, are you ready for this? NASA. It's the same word as suffer. And you can check what I'm saying, go, dude, go get your own concordance and look at this about 20 times. I mean, I was like, no, this can't be. So I looked at forgive about 20 other places immediately, and oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. It is completely the same word. And so now adding this into the equation of what we're talking about, that you're carrying away Jesus, when he forgave you, he, but Jesus was the suffering servant, right? So you see the connection between forgiveness and suffering that, that Jesus had as he was on the cross? Like, oh my goodness. And then, as I mentioned to Darlene a little while ago, the word NASA, which is the word to forgive, and it's also the word for suffer, is two nuns and an alpha, Aleph, excuse me. It's, two, it's a nun, a Aleph, and a nun. Which means that you got this servant surrounded by the. And the Aleph is a big deal word because it's the first letter of the word Adonai and it's also the first letter of the word Adam. So you, you begin to see that this NASA word is like, oh my goodness, this is like Jesus. like, And he is to the right. And so all these burdens, the burdens of forgiveness and whatever, how do you do it? Well, you can't do it. You know, I don't know anybody can do it without Jesus' help. Do you, Jerry?
4: No, nah, I mean,. He, I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, it's amazing how God plants these things in, in front of us sometimes, and we start digging, and you start seeing these connections, and all of a sudden, you you get a whole different meaning for something you thought you completely understood before, Right. and it's, man. So, you
3: know, I, I, I sometimes doubt, does God really give me this word, but how in the world would I ever find that connection on my own? I never would have. I never would have looked up those words in that order based on that, but based on what God gave me, and I was just like, whoa. And so I went to my men's group on Thursday, and I was saying, you know, I I, I really, and it, it's kind of hard for me to want to communicate this. And what my friend told me, he said, Robbie, it, the reason why God gives it to you is because he knows he'll get it through you, that he gives it to you so that you can give it to the people that you talk with. And so this isn't for you, Robbie, this is... This is for you to share. And so if you hold back on this, right, then then, then the people would miss out. So in a way, I, I, I feel kind of like I don't know that I want to share because this may sound a bit nuts, but it's so obvious that the words are connected, Jerry.
4: Yeah, and, and I think when God reveals stuff to us and stuff and, and lays it on our hearts and we get excited about it, I think, yeah, we're not to keep that in. I mean, it's sort of go back to little when we were little kids and our kids still in all the churches singing, this little light of mine. That's what he wants us to do, man. I mean, go out and spread it.
3: Yeah, that enthusiasm. There was a van with, with another person doing another radio show. It's in another studio. And his son got out of the van with him this morning. When he got out of that van, I saw that little boy. He was jumping up and down. And you could just see the smile on his face and hit me. And that kid was alive. And I was like, man, that is it. That's it right there. You know that,
4: that, That's the joy God wants us to every day live with. And and. and
3: when he gave me that stuff this week, as I, when I began to plumb into all the, that, where, where NASA was the same, I mean, I was rejoicing in my chair just going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, look at this, look at what, and so now when you take Colossians, which really is a struggle for me, which says, you know, in Colossians chapter one, Paul says, you know, I rejoice in my sufferings right now that's just a little struggle to begin with i rejoice in my sufferings for in my own body for your sake and for the sake of the church he said i fill up what is lacking in the sufferings of christ which just kind of comes at me as a provoking statement wait a minute there is nothing lacking in the sufferings of christ but what he's talking about is oh my goodness there is tons and tons and tons of sin out there there's tons of burdens there's tons of riches and as long as we turn left, there is so much suffering, it's unbelievable. And if we could help just one brother today turn right and give those heavy loads, that crown, to Jesus, I mean, I understand why it covers a multitude of sins. Because you're, you're taking the load of that, what was lacking in the suffering of Christ over there to where it belongs.
4: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, that, and what you said a moment ago, just, just how, you know what, if it's just one person, one brother that we encourage or, or somebody we show Christ to, then all the, all the, the heavy load that we've carried to get to that point, we should be rejoicing. It is. And every time I get
3: a call from the Jesus labor love, you can imagine, it really is a burden, folks. I, I gotta tell you, I mean, you feel the weight of their struggle, and and, and the only way I unload that burden, if you think about it, Jerry, is to turn right and give that to Jesus and and, and begin to pray with the people. Now. You're in for a real treat because last segment of today's show it's Christian Carguy Theater River Rock Retaliation episode seven. I'm so excited. You're going to hear a prayer at the end of this by one of our actors. It really does drop me in my tracks. So stay tuned. You got a great episode of Christian Carguy Theater coming up. Stay tuned. Carguy Theater with today's episode, River Rock Retaliation, Part 7. Previously on River Rock Retaliation, Part 6, we certainly don't want you to miss the boat as Pastor Jack's sons, John and Joey, did when their boat was hit by a tsunami of a wave because they were under a horrible attack by the demons Nagadonna and company while canoe fishing on the Beaver Brook. They were trapped under their boat in a turbulent water, but somehow, miraculously, they were saved by Jesus. But how? Meanwhile, Pastor Jack and Mayor Elvira Merriweather had called a prayer meeting because they discovered that they both might possibly resign. Talk about your sinking feeling. Pastor Jack is struggling with his son Johnny's addiction to heroin and Mayor Elvira Merriweather is struggling with the exhuming of her deceased husband's body under some strange circumstances surrounding his death. And now, Johnny and Joey have come running into the prayer meeting to share what happened. Dad, Dad, we almost drowned in that
2: river. Yeah, Dad, it was like the river just turned into the rapids. Huge waves, just all of a sudden, and and that boat turned over. Yeah, we
1: were trapped under the boat. But Jesus rescued us. Jesus rescued
3: us! What nobody inside the church sees is that the evil horde gathering over the church is there to attack Johnny and Joey, as well as Pastor Jack and Mayor Elvira Merriweather. The demons want to stop them before they can share their story. The demons don't want anything to ruin the mood of despair for Pastor Jack and Mayor Elvira Merriweather. They don't want the church folks to feel sorry for the two of them. But the car parts in Joey's Jeep can see and hear the horrendous horde of demons. The magical, mystical car parts have the ability to tune up and tune in to these dastardly creatures.
1: Zemia, Nakashi, Shaddam. Oh, they just think they have us on the run. Now it's time to really spring the trap. Zemia, it's time Agent Kent shared his court order to exhume Her Excellency, the mayor's husband's body.
0: <laughs> oh, it will be our pleasure, most notorious no good, Naga Donald. This is gonna be good, unearthing a body of evidence. <laughs> they will take great pains to dig it up.
1: <laughs> and the real neckbreaker, Nakashi and Shaddam. Yes, Neferius Negadana. At your service. Eustace had the warrant for Pastor Jack's precious son, Johnny. <laughs> Oh, for his arrest for conspiracy to sell heroin in Arapaho County. Mm-hmm. Make sure it happens now before they say another word. It's gonna be perfect to see them get what they got coming. Oh, that's brilliant, Nagadana, And we're just the ones to give it to them. <laughs> what are you waiting for, you substandard sycophants?
3: Go. Just then, the car parts respond. Tammy Tensioner sounds the alarm.
1: Oh, no. Greasy gas Tink. Something bad is happening. Something really, really bad. I mean, I can feel the tension. And do you see that horde? You know the drill, team. Dear
2: Lord, get that horde out of here. They
1: just never give up, but neither do we. It's time to hit the gas and pray, Fernando Fuel Injector. (laughs) Ha ha, gas is what we do. Right, my little Conchitanita? Prayer is our power stroke, and we have the power in the Lord. Oh, Fernando, my husband, joining with you in prayer is our manifold power and an intake manifold stream. Frenchy Fender? Oh, mais oui, certainement. Oh, Gracie, the body is plugging in. Yeah, let's spray these bugs, Mosey-Motoro.
0: Lord, this seems bigger than us. But with some uh, fresh oil of the spirit, we know...
3: Before Mosey could get his prayer out, Agent Kent and Eustace barge into the church.
0: Uh, Excuse us, ladies and gentlemen. Excuse us. We hate to break up your little uh, prayer meeting, you know. But we have warrants to serve and arrests to make here. You see what I'm saying? Well... Now, now, Agent Kent, settle down,
1: sir. Now, I told you not to disturb the peace here. Uh, And with the sheriff gone, I'm in charge. uh, Now, Johnny, Pastor Jack, Mayor Elvire, can we see you back in your office, Pastor Jack? Eustace,
0: what in the Sam Hill is going on here? Eustace, these are our
3: brothers and sisters, and anything this here federal man wants to pull on
1: them, you're gonna have to pull it on us first. Now, now, Nahum, this is official business. We just have a job to do, so just let us do it.
0: Eustace, I agree with Nahum. Anything you two have for us involves the whole church go ahead agent kent i'm glad you see it that way pastor agent
3: kent walks over to pastor jack's son johnny and puts handcuffs on him
0: now johnny johnson you are under arrest for conspiracy to sell heroin you have the right to remain silent and anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law and you have the right an attorney and if you cannot afford an attorney one will be provided for you (laughs) Now, uh, Mayor Elvira Merriweather, Mm -hmm. I need to serve this warrant to exhume your husband's body under suspicion of first-degree murder in a little matter of tiki oil poisoning.
1: Pastor Jack, Mayor Merriweather, I am so, so, so very terribly sorry. I, I tried to slow him down, but he has federal warrants, and the sheriff wasn't here. It's okay, Eustace.
0: It's what we pay, and to trust you to do, this isn't
2: your fault.
3: As quickly as they came in, Agent Kent and Eustace walk out with Johnny in custody, and everyone
0: is in total shock. Folks, Mayor Meriwether and I feel we have truly let this town and our church down. That is why we really called this meeting, because we knew things like this were coming down, and we didn't want you to find out from someone else. Actually, we are both resigning.
3: Meanwhile, while all this has been going on inside the church, outside the church, the car parts in Jimmy's Jeep have been on their gaskets, praying earnestly. Fernando Fuel Injector is fervent.
0: Lord Jesus, we see this poor boy, Johnny, Pastor Jack's son. He is arrested, Lord and we can only imagine what Pastor Jack's family is going through and his church family. Lord, send your angels. Please, Lord, we need help. Those who are against us are overwhelming, and we confess, oh, this is beyond our power. We desperately need you and your power to defeat them in Jesus' name.
3: Tune in next month for the next exciting episode of River Rock Retaliation. Now here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode.
0: Uh Uh-huh, Randy. I didn't see that coming. Kinda like a forest named tree.
1: I I think you're out on a limb on that one, Danny. But you're a great limbo expert. Truly an underachiever. (laughs) Danny, see what I did there? Underachiever, limbo. Oh boy. And Pastor Jack and Mayor Merryweather, like me, sometimes are under it on all sorts of levels with no way out it would seem. Surrounded by dark spirits and dark clouds, and poor Johnny, just when it seemed he met Jesus. <laughs> sort of an underdog, you might say. There are only two times in the Bible when Jesus commends someone's faith, Danny, and one of them was the underdog lady. You know, Danny, I think the best dog for the limbo is the wiener dog. <laughs> See what I did Because they're so low. <laughs> Underdog lady? I mean, who let the dogs out, Randy? Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 Indeed. <laughs> the Canaanite women did, Danny. Danny, she said to Jesus, remember? But even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Face, Danny, Face. All things work together for good, and I guess we'll see you next month, Danny. Uh. <laughs> hey, Danny, I got a special joke for the for the car parts. <laughs> I know a guy who's addicted to brake fluid, but he says he can stop anytime. <laughs> see, he can stop, and it, oh boy, say goodbye, Danny. <laughs> see you
3: later, radiator. Thank you so much for listening today to Christian Car Guy Theater. I want to thank so much our wonderful cast and crew, all the people who work so hard on Christian Car Guy Theater. You can find out more about them at christiancarguy.com. You'll see the cast and crew page right there, christiancarguy.com, as well as, of course, the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor, single moms, widows, families in crisis. We get applications every week that. And God meets the need through your wonderful, generous prayers and generous donations. Remember, we always have needs for cars. If you got a car there that you know of somebody that doesn't, using it for any particular reason, didn't want to trade it in or whatever their situation may be, we can always use those cars, single moms and widows and families in crisis all at the Jesus Labor Love at christiancarguy.com. Thanks again for listening. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years.